Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Commenter Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. And I'm Nia. And today we are back with another mini episode midweek upload. Did you catch that? Did you see that? Did you have us on notifications? We are doing things. You are now getting two episodes a week, probably for as long as this lasts before I go back to school. So... <laughs> <laughs> We hope you guys enjoy. Today we're going to be doing a review on the 2021 SBS. Dang, I didn't realize this was an SBS show. 16 episode uh, thriller, I guess. Suspense, thriller, mystery, crime, drama, taxi driver. Woohoo! Um, so, taxi driver, Dogi has, Dogi has lived... Uh, more honestly than anyone else as an officer in the special forces. Yet when a serial killer murders his mother, he spends his days in agony. While feeling wronged and broken, Dogi meets Jang Sung Chol, who recruits Dogi to work for his company, Rainbow Taxi. Far from an ordinary taxi service, Rainbow Taxi is a secret organization that avenges victims um, whom the law didn't protect. Here, Dogi becomes a star-driven a star driver who delivers satisfying revenge. Meanwhile, Hana is a prosecutor who investigates Rainbow Taxi. She is furious with their lawless behavior, but at the same time, she feels confused to see themselves cases that the law cannot. Between those who believe that revenge embodies true justice and those who pursue the outlaws, Doki seeks what justice truly means. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so, Taxi Driver. How did we feel about it, Nia? What did you think? What were your expectations going into the show? Mm, I don't know what my expectations were. Um, I mm-hmm. read the premise and then I was like, oh, this sounds similar to the Martin Scorsese movie. The one from the 70s that I hadn't seen, but I knew what it was about. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I can send you the link. It's like, um, let me do it in the chat because like, I feel like it'll put all things into context um taxi driver but while i'm talking like i knew it was a similar concept ish Mm -hmm. um not exactly the same movie i don't want people to think that this is the same movie um it's very different um but from what i like with the vibes i got from it i was like oh this is gonna be interesting i haven't seen a korean drama like this i don't think and Mm. I liked that it was an ensemble cast um, and it was like each person had individual, like their own personality, their own characteristics. Um, It felt like a, I kind of went into it thinking this could be potentially very good, but we Mm -hmm. don't know. What about you? Um, I don't know what expectations I had. I knew it was coming out. I liked some of the actors in the cast. There was a lot of controversy surrounding the show. Um, um, I didn't realize it was an SBS show, so that shows how good it was because I think I thought this was like TVN or something. Um, but yeah, SBS is really not that good at making thrillers, in my opinion. So the fact that they walked into this gem of a show, of course, <laughs> of mm-hmm. course, it's made from a webtoon, which explains right. so much. <laughs> yeah, but it also explains nothing at the same time. So. Um, let's talk about the contra- well, controversies or things that happened. So they changed writers. <laughs> oh, they did? I had no idea. Yeah, I noticed. Um, They changed oh, writers. Did? Wait, when did they change? 
I'm pretty sure after episode ten, they switched. To, okay. They had to. They switched to a different writer. And um, also random. I just read the the original, like the Martin Scorsese taxi driver plot. And this movie, in this show, is nothing like it. But the, <laughs> the <laughs> only thing that's similar is that the guy's a taxi driver. But I mean, that's where I knew the okay, name. Okay. But yeah, sorry to interrupt. I was just trying to clear it up. Like this movie is definitely <laughs> not giving what that movie gave. But right. yeah, Let me I didn't know they changed real quick. Well, they changed actresses first of all. Which oh, was... I, I see. I heard about that. Wasn't the original supposed to be an idol? Yeah. So the person who plays um Jin. Oh uh, no, the person who plays An Golden, it's named Pyoye Jin. And Pyoye Jin is a rookie actress and she did very well. She did great actually. Um well she's not a rookie actress. Oh damn. No, she's definitely not a rookie actress. <laughs> <laughs> um but she's been in minor roles for most of her career, right? Mhm. But the originally I want to say that this role was for let's see let's see let's see let's see I think wasn't it was it an idol that was involved yeah, was in a, like a bullying thing i don't, I don't know. know she was in a bullying scandal i don't know i just know i just know they switched her let me yeah. actually i remember i saw on twitter there was like a side-by-side comparison of the act that yeah. was so, that was shady. I don't know who did that. I was like, they set oh. her up. They set her up for pure failure. I was like, the rookie actress was so good, and I was like, how? <laughs> Why? I don't remember. I'm looking through Sumpy articles, um, to find the news about it. Okay, yeah, she replaced April's Nalan. So what happened, this is an article from Sumpy from March 9th, 2021. Um, April's Nalan had previously been cast as Gowen, but it was decided that she would be replaced following allegations of bullying. Taxi Driver, which has not premiered yet, has completed about 60% of filming, but all footage featuring Gowen will be reshot with Pio Heijin. Wow. Wait, so they had to go back. They had to literally and go refilm. back and re. Did they add her in, or did they just redo the whole show? Mm. I'm curious I about that. I don't know if they would. I want to say that. they'd had to redo most of the show. Wow, because she That's was in a wild. lot of. There was a lot of scenes of her by herself in the car, like in just like talking oh, yeah, to yeah. them. So maybe it wasn't as hard maybe. to reshoot. That is true. But yes. But also, here's another article from Simpy from May 16th. Um, on May 17th, a source from the drama stated, due to a difference of opinion between the writer and the director regarding the direction of the project, scriptwriter Oh Song Ho mutually agreed to step down, and it was descri- decided that the scriptwriter Lee Ji Hyun will um, write the remaining episodes. Writer Lee Ji Hyun has been writing the script for the drama since episode 11, which aired on May 14th. So. Yeah. Wow. See, I hadn't. I. I. You could you tell? Because I really couldn't tell. Um, I could tell a little bit. I felt like a, a lot of the impact was lost in the later half of the show. I feel like it was kind of um electrifying and kind of thriller ish and kind of more suspense. 
I want to say around episode 11 or 12 is where they put that plot where the female boss pulls one over on them and it leads mm-hmm. to a bunch of shit happening. Or was that farther down the line? It, I felt like you could kind of feel the turning point in the show for me when um, it feels like the pacing was off or slower. It, was not, it wasn't hitting as hard as it was in the beginning. That makes mm. sense. No, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoy. Um, this is what I like to call procedural adjacent shows. Um, they have a case. You do the case. You gotta. We gotta go get revenge. And it's also like a low key scammer show, which I love. <laughs> yeah. I love a good scammer show. I love. Um, the show for me was really good. Um, I enjoyed it. I would definitely watch it if there was a season two, depending, I guess, on the writing of the script. I like the chemistry between the cast. I think the cases were very interesting. Um, there was domestic violence. They were dealing with serial killers. I like that a lot of the cases mimicked actual real life cases, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Those first two episodes are very real of what just mm. happened in South Korea earlier this year or late last year is where they released a man who was most definitely 100% found for raping and um, basically assaulting a young girl. And the judge only gave him so many years in prison and he got up on parole and was on government assistance. And the entire South Korea was like, what in the actual fuck? There's actually a whole thread that you could probably find on Twitter where it shows you what the real cases are for each episode. Yeah, that's very cool. And also, they the they would always put a disclaimer right. at the end or the beginning, like this is what you can call, this is what you can do, or here's like it's a message. Which I I appreciated that, like to tie it back to like yes, we're watching a show, but also things like these happen, right? And which and was your favorite episode? Or oh, um, I don't know exactly the episode, but I found I loved the 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 one where the main character what's what's his name well Lee Ji-hoon's character I don't mm-hmm. know what his name is in the show um mm-hmm. but he infiltrates the school to get back at the bullies and he mm. oh my god that revenge was that so was, nice that was sweet. I was like that was a good this, one honestly everything he his his the way he was able to like impersonate people and embody mm-hmm. characters was just fantastic it was uh-huh. I loved that was like my favorite part, him beating up folks who deserve it. And then <laughs> really him good, changing really to characters. What mm-hmm. about you? I absolutely was dying laughing during the phone scammer episode. Listen, oh. that was <laughs> that Tori, was, peak that was comedy. <laughs> that was so like I felt I ah. tell me why. By the end of it, I was like, oh no. She really like I don't blame her, but at the same time, like, ooh, this is homegirl couldn't even get mad at him when he when he double crossed her. She said, "Come back, please." <laughs> that was that was amazing, and his character in that one, I was like, "Wow, this man is doing something." He's... He really is. It was really really good. I think. Um... Now, if you listen to my episode of Move to Heaven, I told you that I thought Lee Jae-hoon's character um, 
in this one and his character to move to heaven were similar but different for me and i i want him to change now in the future now that we've got this character the next time somebody hire him as somebody who can whoop somebody ass i don't need it to be the same <laughs> um <laughs> i also think it's part of the way he talks it just feels like he's delivering lines in a play for me and not a drama like it's mm-hmm. not real conversation there's like something slightly off about that but i don't hate it he did really good in the show i absolutely love the um the cast i was very bothered by Esson's the prosecutor her character at the beginning because she was just like but justice but the system and i'm like it's a oh cab all God. day what are you talking about i was like yeah i was like she was so like, it's un- but i like the way that they characterized her and that she wasn't going to easily bend her rule because she met this man yeah Thank but also God. i'm just like i just i don't like the idea that i'm not saying people shouldn't believe in their law enforcement and government or whatever i'm just saying people like that who it only takes something really traumatic happening to them for them to understand the system is flawed yeah it's like it's it's weird that was unfortunate characterization for her yeah she's like she was empathetic but only to a point yeah she thought that in the end the law would win and i'm like are you sure like that's <laughs> did not you not just see rapist man released in the first episode <laughs> like, exactly exactly and i guess the, you know people who are prosecutors and lawyers have to look at the people um who they're prosecuting to make sure that they're prosecuting they're not prosecuting innocent people which is also very much a problem but yeah definitely but it's like when you have so uh, much evidence <laughs> exactly when you have so many victims something has got to give even if you don't have physical evidence but you're having all these victims like something has to give and i do appreciate them for giving esom so much more um agency than most female characters are allowed when it comes to thrillers and mysteries and crime um also the actress who plays the evil woman the antagonist the boss is a decorated for those of you who don't know when i say decorated she is one of the top musical actresses in south korea (laughs) oh wow i didn't know i thought she was uh, i knew she sang because that's what people said in the comments but i didn't know mm -hmm. she was like that big no she was absolutely (laughs) um absolutely one she was literally i want to say she was literally the judge of one of the musical audition shows that's how fucking big she is oh she put her foot in this role do you hear me she She was so good give her all the awards she she deserves it because i'm listen i am oh go ahead nia no no i i was just gonna say before you go ahead like she she's like what we want to see when we say boss female characters because we don't always want to see someone who's like doing everything right is out here afraid to make a mistake like no homegirl mm-hmm. said i'm doing things my way <laughs> she's like i'm gonna make that moolah and if i gotta Period. sell some body parts to do it we fit to do it <laughs> like, exactly exactly i cannot wait i am so a part of the train of people who are like get musical actors or people who do plays to be on television like do it they they be some of the best actors um in south korea now started off as stage actors wow and there's so much undiscovered talent not undiscovered but internationally undiscovered talent right um i think that's great i mean i mean i'm not saying that you shouldn't put idols in dramas but i feel like maybe no that's every idol (laughs) (laughs) 
for every idol, put two musical actors. Thank you. <laughs> right, right. Put two rookie actors. Like, and yeah. I don't, and it's unfortunate because people, a lot of people like to be like, well, why are you so mad about idols being acting? It's not we're mad about it. Most of them cannot act. And Oof. if they do want to start, we're like, then, then, the, then the conversation goes to, well, how are they supposed to become better actors if you don't give them roles? Don't give them the lead role. They Ooh. need to be in supporting acting roles. They let don't them need be, to be the let lead. Let them be person number three. Let them <laughs> let them carry the, the suitcase in the mall, like right. in the in the airport. Like they don't have to be carrying a drama. Like right. I yeah, I hundred percent agree. But like, and this I, was a great tell, example. A yeah. great example by whoever that shady ass person was on Twitter <laughs> who put the I know. idol and the actress next to each other that you should give unknown small actors more roles and you know what's crazy like the reason why i think this drama did so well is because everybody was carrying their own weight acting wise like everybody was acting i feel like sometimes we lose some like people get out of unless the idol actor is just so good you know like a c1 like um Mm -hmm. or someone who's like really known for being a good actor like dio we love dio people Everybody in their mama on drama side of Twitter thinks that Dio and IU are the best idol actors ever. I don't agree oh, yeah. with that, but well, like, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I hear you. And it's like, unless they're really good, a lot of the times there, you kind of get out of the, the, mm-hmm. the storyline because you're like, ah, someone like they're trying their best, but it's not giving, you know? So right. you, when you said that she's is a the the female villain is a musical actress, you can tell in her facial expression. You can tell in the oh, way she carries herself. The, Even, the way that she, shade, um, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I was about to say the way sis was just like would be all up in everybody, like the the micro expressions that she yeah. has. It's it's a lot of people say it's hard for stage actors to become actors on camera because when you're acting on stage your expressions have to be big cuz people at the back of the theater got to be able to see you. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she could do micro expressions like that, I was like, bitch, you better work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> work. I was like this is what I want to see when I when I say acting, the bitch this is what I want. She was probably yeah unsubjectively the best act, per, acting person on this show oh she, she acted like she's like and the thing is you had other older actors that were even older than her i think in this drama uh-huh. and i'm just like y'all need to like she's giving she's giving everything <laughs> <laughs> like and i'm not trying to be shady i feel like yeah her, like she could be an exception not every single musical actor i think it could do what she did but i think with like from from what i've seen from even some older k-drama actresses who've been doing this for a while they're not giving sinister the way ooh, she gave sinister ooh, like and i don't ooh, mean to speak, speak on it Nia. speak like speak I on usually, it preach <laughs> usually a lot of like she wasn't afraid to not look put together and not oh my look, god can we I, please it, this is not supposed to be a rant about <laughs> actors <laughs> but i feel like a lot of actresses who have been like who were like some of them, some of them who are heart heartthrobs in like yeah. the early nineties or like the late nineties or whatever, don't want to look unpretty on screen. Woo, Bitch, if you they cry, I want to see mascara running. Yes. If you're gonna be evil, I want you to contort your face. Let me see your face. You know, like yeah, it's 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 giving stale chips. 
and she was giving <laughs> fresh bread. Do you hear me? It was a yeah. difference. <laughs> and I think that's in some, and I now that you bring that up, I feel like it's like a like a double-edged sword for some of those older actresses in K-dramas because they probably feel like they're comparing themselves to when they were younger. And they mm-hmm. knew that when they were younger, people wouldn't just talk about their acting. They would talk about, oh, you're so pretty. And mm-hmm. they kind of internalize that. So when they get older, they're now conflicted with like, well, but people like me now, you know? So they try to be as right. likable as possible so right. that they don't like- And then a lot of them don't get into like really seasoned acting until they get to play mothers. Yes. Like, oh my the God. best oldest Why did they go from me? love interests to mothers immediately? Right. But the best actresses to me are the ones that were always casted outside of their age range. Like yeah. the, the extremely um, seasoned actresses in K-dramas were the ones who started off playing mothers when they were like 30 and 20. They never got to be the heartthrob of shit. They will put, when I tell you, them is the women who will make you cry. You must. And I think we know who we're talking about. Like, I feel like there's that one lady specifically, she's in everything, but she gives, she gives no matter what role she's in. And I don't know her name, but I think you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But yeah, like, I hear you. Like, that's, that's a good point. Like if you've never been, if you've never had to like. A love interest. Yes. Yeah. You can kind of just give what you, like you have to act. Like you got to really put your foot in it. <laughs> you got to like, sell it. You got to sell yeah. it. Um, and Taxi Driver sold it for me. I just looked at my tweets from what I was watching. And I think that the problem with me for the third half of the series and why I felt like you could tell when the writer changed that it went by so fast. Like it was suddenly we were doing so many different plot points. Like, you know how they were trying to, like, make sure the cases kind of individually let you see the different members of the team and things like that? When we got to that last third half, suddenly we were talking about morals a lot. And I'm sitting here like, y'all were capturing people and putting them in sales. (laughs) Yeah. Why are we suddenly talking? I think that was always to also kind of be a point of the show is to be like, is what um, the Rainbow Taxi crew, is what they were doing correct? Like, Mm. was the the method of the boss to like try rehabilitate these people by force correct and like they kind of showed you that not a not all of the people that he was trying to reform reformed well because that one lady who was from the place where they were um abusing um disabled people she ended up being like completely broken in two she like she didn't turn into a normal person and yeah. And so it's a lot of questioning about the prison system and all of that. Like, if y'all didn't get that, that's what that was. That was that's what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> but- and then, um, like on that point too, it's like they. But I feel like that could have been like the new writer might have seen some earlier comments from folks online. Like mm-hmm. I, when I was watching it on Vicky, and this is just the American com- like or the the international comments. So mm-hmm. I don't know what the conversation was in Korea. But a lot of people were like, oh, I don't like it um, that they blew up the people's house and the police officers got hurt. You know, that te- that part. Oh, um, what? The, the rich guy's house. The the rich CEO. But he they blew, blew it him. up. Oh, yeah. Well, I, did the police officers get hurt? I don't remember that. I, we don't know. But it was like it. people were like debating on like, is this. So I feel like they might have felt like obligated to like answer people like revenge is wrong as well yeah 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 yeah. so it's like i feel like the the original writers might have gone a little bit darker and been like no we're we're coming for anything (laughs) but i feel like they had to keep it within lines for the new writers does that make sense i don't know yeah no that i think i feel like they were trying to 
I feel like they were trying to combat all of the things that the to get revenge. They were like, at the end of the day, revenge is not the way to go. Even though we're going to get a season two where they're still going to be doing the same thing. But I think they wanted to show us like the extreme form of revenge being in the the leader of Rainbow Taxi and being like, maybe prison is the only way to go. Like, I don't know. That's, I think that's a problem with me because what was the message basically at the end? Because we're getting a season two. So, like, what was like, so if they doing this revenge, and I guess they're working with the prosecutor now, we're just going to hand everything to her. For her to prosecute but it's up to a judge to sentence them so right. where is the actual justice if that makes sense like yeah, how are they going to sense. yeah how are they going to put in justice and i think part of my problem with the last like third half of the third half third um of the drama was we were moving so fast like suddenly um lee jay character the man he thought killed his mom was not the man that killed his mom. Like, why was that important? I don't know yeah. why that was important to his character. Like, why did we have to be like, a gotcha? Like, I, I, I guess that was also supposed to be a thing. Like, look at you. You've been doing all this revenge in the name of you're a victim of a serial killer and all this stuff. But you prosecuted the wrong man. But that man was also insane. And he admitted that he wanted to do it. So right. if it wasn't going to happen to him, it was going to happen to somebody else. So I just don't understand... The message. Where the the message, right? I don't understand the message of it. Yeah. Like, do you want vigilantes to work with the government? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> or you could just. I feel like they could have. I mean, to me, a bigger, a better message would be fix your your corrupt justice system. But the, right. that's not what they. That's not what they alluded to at all. They're just like, the, no, we need vigilantes exactly. <laughs> because y'all aren't doing your jobs and y'all are corrupt. So. I mean, I don't know. Which is what I feel like the drama production. I feel like the broadcast station and the drama writers are on two different accords. That makes sense. Mm, Because at the beginning of the show, it was giving fuck the government. And I'm guessing that's why the writers stepped down. Because Oh, (laughs) oh, wow. I didn't even think of that, Tori. Oh, my God. They might have been. Because the director and the writer. Because they reported as the director and the writer were on different pages. And so Mm. the writers stepped down. Because, like. I think if the original writer from the beginning to the end would have wrote it, it would have been fuck the government no matter what. Oh, period. And I feel like that's kind of, <laughs> see, for me, I'm kind of a, like, for some some people were really excited in the beginning because it was like, we we liked the the Robin Hood vibes. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. that's why Robin Hood and those types of figures in history are so popular. Like, mm-hmm. because people want to see root for people who get bad people. Like, I don't know. I mean, it could be that the writer and director were just like, they were on two different moral codes but right. like i feel like the we really we may not have gotten the taxi driver that was initially planned or initially and that, and it's weird cuz like the drama's still good but i wonder what their what, what the seconds, ending would have been yeah and then what season 2 was even going to be you know mhm yeah because there was no kind of clear cut message yeah at the end they were all like working in their own separate fields and then they come back for a case and i'm like huh (laughs) and then uh to me they're going to be working with the prosecutor now instead of like locking these bad people up and trying to reform them on their own they're like we're gonna give her enough evidence to put these people away in terms of justice but justice and vigilante justice can't like government justice and vigilante justice can't exists in the same world in my head yeah 
So either she has to turn into a bad prosecutor or something has to give. Because, like, what... <laughs> is the second season going to be about her almost losing her job because she's working with y'all? Like, I feel like it might, but... Are, are they that... turning into private eyes now? Like, Yeah, maybe. But, like, if they're doing the police's job better than the police, then it's like... I don't know, like make them cops. I don't know, or even like, cause, or get rid of all the bad cops and do an audit. I don't even know. Like, it's yeah. it can literally go in any direction because that's how open ended the message of season one. I was. now like, I want the original writer to tell us what they were thinking because yeah, like they're probably like I wanted this to be brutal, <laughs> and I'm like yes, go off. Because <laughs> there were so many things, like even like a bunch of the I don't remember what triggered. Oh, it was because um, the bad lady was basically turning on them and she was, like, kidnapping their members and they almost died and shit. And I was, like, it felt like so much was happening in that last, like, four episodes. And I'm, like, really I don't did. know if that was enough time to do everything y'all were trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. And um... it feels like, because it feels like they wrote it without a second season in mind. But at the same time, you're going to have to have a second season because, because, because what? (laughs) Because like. Right. Because nobody, there's really nothing changed because besides the the fact that, that, um, what's her name? The, the prosecutor's boss got fired. Like there's nothing else changed in terms of structure like that. Right. And then the lady and the boss lady went to jail, but even her speech from the prosecutor was like you know there's more people you you're never gonna get everybody and then or something like that or there's more of me or you know yeah her sister showed up all of a sudden and i was like who yeah. the fuck is this right she's like here i'll give you dirt on my undi and you can put her in jail and i was like sitting here like who is she she's never been introduced <laughs> into the yeah. last 10 minutes yeah so yeah and then, I, I mean yeah oh no i was just gonna say the show ended up being um, scored the fourth highest ratings for all Friday Saturday dramas in history of SBS. So they definitely wow. were going to do a season two because people were watching it. But mm-hmm. I don't know if people are going to watch season two if y'all don't have a good writer because they don't have a writer confirmed for season two yet. Oh wow! So the writer that was working on this the last few dropped out, or they haven't confirmed them yet. Mm. So question. Did you overall enjoy this drama or would you say it was just not one of your faves? I would say I would, I over, I think I gave it like a, um, an eight or a seven or something. Mm. I gave it a seven because I don't think it was amazing. I feel like it started well, but it didn't end on the impact I wanted it to into. I felt like there was too much happening in the last third of it. I felt like we were suddenly talking about a topic that wasn't really coming up in the other episodes or when it was like brought up like the morals of what the rainbow taxi people are doing it was very minimal because we were yeah. much more focused on the cases and i would like a show that just focuses on the cases because they try i felt like they're like "Ooh, we're gonna do all this damage to these people but like yin and yang we have to balance everything out by giving the main characters some kind of torture and i'm like or some kind of pain you know and mm-hmm. i'm like that it feels like it doesn't f- fit with the original message of the story that that the justice system really doesn't do anything 
You know what I'm saying? I feel like it was a conflicting messaging. I feel like it was conflicting pacing towards the end. I definitely think the cast put their foot into most of this role. That is one thing I don't have to complain about. The acting. The acting was great. <laughs> it was great. Really great. And if they don't have a great villain next season, babe, I, y'all better come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm afraid that it's going to take the route of voice and not mm. be as great as season one. Mm, I hope not, but you know, we never know. Um, yeah. What about you? Um, I liked it. Mm-hmm. The last, like, I, I agree with you that like it was kind of chaos for the last three or four episodes because everything mm-hmm. was happening all at once and all these new characters were being introduced and names and new facts. And I was like, ah, I didn't, I didn't hate it though. I just was like, I could definitely, until you mentioned it, I didn't know. But then now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh yeah, that really did just happen in the last four episodes. Um, <laughs> the, I, I agree. I like the episodic get a mm-hmm. new case every episode. I wish it was more about that than like trying, not trying to say I don't like learning about the characters' backstories because I always love mm-hmm. character development, but I feel like learning about them through their cases is the more interesting way. And I think they did that with like one of them or something or two of them. But mm-hmm. like, I think this drama had massive potential and it did well like it did really really well so I think our like people a lot of people really liked it and I liked it I didn't think it was bad I gave it like an eight Mm -hmm. so I enjoyed it but I don't know if I'd watch season two to be honest like Mm -hmm. honestly I don't watch season twos of any (laughs) k-dramas because usually they're just they don't cast or they don't or yeah God so, forbid they return for season two with a different cast. Ain't nobody uh, watching it. Or they Ain't replace somebody or like it. replace the the main Lee Jae-hoon, like Jae-hoon, they replace him or they replace like no, two or three characters. I, no, yeah. don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be that person. <laughs> yeah. Cause nobody will watch it then. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I do think but this yeah. is Lee Jae-hoon's like best role. Like for me, mm. like I was like, shook like him fighting people i was like wow this man is attractive we love he's a very good action actor which he yeah i think he thrives in action i want to see him do the korean taken (laughs) i want to see him just spend the entire movie giving us john wick (laughs) but he can't do that same voice it can't be that same voice it can't (laughs) like maybe this is just the way he talked i have a problem with it but i don't think he speaks like that i feel like it's a nuance that he does when he is acting because some actors do have like an acting voice yeah yeah i don't know um, I think this was a good role for him. I don't know if it was his best because I don't remember him speaking like Signal. Now that I think about it, I don't think he talked like this. Oh yeah, I, no Signal. I, no, I, I lied. Signal, I think is his best. This is like, oh. but Signal was about. <laughs> but people always say Signal was like a like an even distribution of like what do you even call it? It wasn't like one person was the star of Signal. Yeah, this, that was like, a true multiple main. Like, yeah, it was small yeah. three main characters, but with this, it's like he is the main lead but he the uh, in terms of like he's the front on the poster (laughs) like he's standing in front like they marketed it as like this is his role um Mm -hmm. so like even if you look at the signal poster they're all sitting together on equal footing in a restaurant like Mm -hmm. it's not about who's up front this is definitely like we built this show around you 
and in a way kind of like i'm not saying that the other i don't feel, I feel like, like they, that way i feel really? like i feel like they, they focus cast him a lot first. more they did i definitely feel like that i don't think i feel like the only reason he that's also something i feel like the only reason they, i feel like they were on equal footing for some part of it until yeah. the end then they tried mm. to make it about him which is the problem because yeah. it was great when we were everybody's story kind of got worked into the cases little by little but that whole sudden twist of his the serial killer that killed his mom not being that this that person felt weird it felt off to me yeah like because yeah, it doesn't because yeah. this show because if i feel like crime shows are mystery shows that focus on main characters are something happens to them every single episode that's supposed to be like enlightening and that's not what was happening in the show they were solving cases (laughs) they were solving cases and then there'll be like one or two emotional scenes but i remember more about the other characters than him it was only about him until the end right 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 i mean i i agree with you to that like Mm -hmm. all the characters got fleshed out I just do think that they, in the beginning, wanted to make him the star of it. Does that make sense? Um, I don't know if it turned out that way, but I feel like I get the vibe that that was the intention. Like, I feel like you were supposed to see his name and come watch it, which I do agree yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think that's what people left with. Does that make sense? Oh, exactly. No, that makes sense. Which is suspicious because that means he could be easily replaced in the next season. I hope they don't though, because like I don't. I hope they don't either. Yeah, I hope they don't replace anybody. But see, with big networks like SBS, they'll be they they're gonna want season two as quickly as possible. Mm Hmm. So yeah, we'll see. I recommend the show. I think it's a pretty good watch. It's not an awful show. I have problems with the pacing, but for the most part, this is a well put together mystery. Y'all know I love crime and thriller. This is a well put together cases. And if you like um, scammer shows, this is also scammer adjacent. So I recommend it. Um, but yeah, I hope you like this low key mini episode. <laughs> it ended up being 40 minutes. It's still <laughs> it's still low key mini. We most of our episodes are an hour or more. So uh yeah, thank you for listening today. Uh if t- let us know on Twitter or TikTok if you agree, if you disagree. We love to hear your comments. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Um, or wherever you listen uh, I don't know what we're doing next our schedule's all over the place but um, two episodes a week now so make sure you have your notifications on until next time I'm Tori and I'm Nia bye bye bye